Hello and welcome to Chatterscape Podcast, where we break down and review a TV series for a change. And uh, we're actually going to continue on from uh, last week, where we did uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So it's technically part two. So you know, Falcon so Loki. <laughs> bit too early, Alex. Bit too early. Oh, yeah. darn it. If you haven't seen us talking about episode one and two and, you know, a very brief overview, you know, go back there and then come yeah, back here back and then come back here and we'll carry on with episode three. So we'll get straight into this. So it's not fucking like us just jabbering on for hours and hours. So um, episode three is titled Power Broker because obviously it's introducing us to this other world, this more criminal aspect of the show. The criminal underground. And obviously, That's a I, I do love the, the the first like shot of Zemo in this. He just tries to use the reprogramming words on a bookie again. He's like, "Yeah, don't work on me." And I, I just love Zemo. It's like, "Oh, I know. This, you know, I thought I'd try it anyway." Listen, this, this is literally why I love the MCU version of Zemo. He's just mm. perfect, thanks to obviously the writing of the character, and he's portrayed by Daniel Brühl because yeah. he's really good. I loved him in Rush, and he's really good in this. And also, he's a he's a lot more like. Like Baron Zemo in this, yeah. You find it, yeah. He's a Baron. Yeah, we have the he has the mask, and he's a bit more cutthroat than just what they people thought he was a random normal person. Exactly, because he's literally in, obviously in a civil war. He's just he's sort of like a soldier. That's yeah. it. That's all we know about him. Which is why I like the next episode afterwards when we actually get to see him utilize that skills because we never really got. He was more like mental aspect in a civil war, whereas in this one he's more. <laughs> Who has a random but- butler? <laughs> Come on, his butler's amazing. Yeah, especially in, last, in the final yeah. episode. <laughs> Which I'll get to in a bit. But I mean, can I just say as well, his coat, I want it. Exquisite. It looks really good. I really want that coat. It, it, it makes him look like he's basically... Ex- exactly. Ripped. Imagine like he did in the, this one. Imagine just rocking up to the club in that coat. Man. It's like... <laughs> like it is in the episode. <laughs> I love how everyone had to like, up for that episode except for him. He's like, I'll wear my normal clothes. Yeah. Is it like velvet? Look at me. I am fancy and rich. <laughs> well, I think I think one of my favorite parts of the early bit of this uh, episode is the the bit when they're talking about uh, Sam Bucky arguing. He's like, okay, here's a hypothetical scenario of what might happen in this prison. And he's like going through the snow of like, uh, oh, this this, might, this fight might break out. Give someone like a chance to quickly slip out. And he's like going through all this stuff. And it's like, this is getting very, uh, you know, hypothetical. This is like sending very real. What have you done? You just see the shadow of Zemo. He's like, oh, for God's sake. You've got to go back to prison. It's like, you're breaking out? No, technically he broke himself out. Exactly. I just love the fact that that's like such a good way of showing the breakout is... Bucky like saying, "Oh, I've got like, a scenario here for you. What happens if this happens?" And it literally is what happened. I really like that. It's very reminiscent of um, Shaun the Dead. Yeah, when he's going for his plans. Yeah. Like, oh, we've got get to Winchester. And get, wait for all. get a oh, cup of tea. Yeah, and he's like, "Get to Mom's kit, a nice cup of tea." Yeah. yeah, that that sort of yeah, it's very much like that. But it's like, such it a good fucking happened. Yeah, it's so fucking well done. It's such a good fucking sequence. It's just, it's just how he goes through. It's like the narrate. It's like fucking David Attenborough narrating this fucking breakout. And then next week he's like, oh no, he did break out. I was just telling you how he broke out. Wait, how did he... Did you reckon Bucky... You reckon he was, like, he was just waiting in the, the background? Do you reckon Bucky just told him to wait then? Afterwards, like, okay, can you quickly tell me how you broke out so I can tell Sam like a fake scenario? <laughs> oh yeah, so this happened. 
Well, I mean, obviously, this is the episode we actually, as you say, we find out how rich Zemo really is, because obviously, in Civil War, we only really saw him as like this fatherly figure is pissed off. Whereas um, in this, we see how rich he is. The fact he's got a fucking plane, he's got a butler. And then the whole plane scene that shows how funny Zemo really is. He was really serious in Civil War, but this is like where he's like he's really comical and it works. The bit uh, and uh, he's like, ah, oh, I think he's talking to his butler. He's like, oh, it's a bit warm. He's like, oh, it's fine. He goes, oh, I'll get some food. He goes, if he doesn't pass the smell test, give it to them. <laughs> and uh, it's just the fucking butler though. It's such an. It make him look like this friendly old man. He's like really like invested with Zemo because he's like a family like he's been with his family for years. And then there's a big reveal later on. It's like yeah, he's not that as friendly. <laughs> but uh, I like the conversations when they bring up the book, uh, a book he has of uh, Steve's. When they finally bring that back up, which he's obviously got the names and of all the people he's crossing out. And Sam's like, oh, this this song's in there. I can't remember the song, but this song's in there. And he's like, ah. Oh, what do you think of it? He's like, oh, it was alright. He's like, you didn't like it. He goes, I liked it. And uh, fucking Zemo's like, oh, it's a, it's it's a masterpiece. Uh, it uh, showcases like the African American culture. And Tom's like, he's out of line, but he's not wrong. <laughs> oh, God. that's the thing because I think obviously Bucky and Sam have got this. As I said, we said last time, they've got this really good chemistry. And he throws Zemo into the mix, and these three have got such a good fucking working, like, bantery, back and forth chemistry with each other. It's so fucking good. That's the thing, you get, with a smile like this, you need them to all work and all bounce off each other really well. And they really do. And it's so fucking good. Mm, definitely. Because, like, you know that he, in his head, he's planning, like, how to actually fully escape from them, but also working them in his own little ways. So, and I did, like, Obviously, use like little hints of it every now and then, of him trying to like test them, and it's good. Can I just say as well the fucking production design in the fucking the city they go to? Oh my god! It looks the lighting is so fucking good. I was like, wow, this looks really. It, you wouldn't think this is like a fucking the bad part of town. Mm. You would literally go, it, fuck me, this look. Wow. It looked like. Uh, King Kong and guys, they were going to start fighting. Them. Yeah, it's Mantrapore, isn't it? The place. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah, and I, 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 I the bit when so like okay, so Bucky, you need to pretend people in soldier again. I'm going to still be my normal guy, and then Sam, you're going to be a smiling tiger. Oh, okay, and is that whole bit with the, the whole bit with the, the drink, and uh, mm. he's like cuts some up and puts it in the drink, and uh, he's like, oh, you I think it was a snake, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah he's like, oh, it's your favourite. He's like, mmm, nice. They're like, um, okay. I mean, the fight, the fight when you obviously get to, uh, obviously they got to sort of play the scene, so Bucky has to beat the crap out of everyone. It's such a good bit because obviously Sam's trying to get involved, and Zemo's like, no, if you get involved, we're all dead. And it's a good way of like showing how like Bucky can like still pull off this Winter Soldier facade, mm. essentially like stone face. It's a good way like. Showing that he can still pretend to be bad. He's bad to bone. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, this sequence overall is just a really good sequence. Obviously, we get like, a little bit of info as well on that other villain, our secret uh, power broker villain. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it, it follows on from the little nod from last episode. So it's a nice like little touch to bring it back up. 
because obviously they, I think they bring it up each episode until the big reveal officially at the end of the la- last episode. Mm. Which there's some theories about that. I will say I'll get to that though. We'll get to that one. Um, but yeah, uh, I I I've got a reference here in my notes actually. But obviously after the the obviously when they're discussing with that uh the woman about obviously what they're going to do and obviously Zemo's offering uh Bucky up a mm. as a payment and whatnot. And they're like, oh, okay. And then the whole fucking scene with Sam when his sister phones and he's like, what are you talking about? Don't use that tone of voice for me. Sarah, what are you talking about? I'm going to kill the, I'm going to kill the banker. Uh, <laughs> I, I love that whole, I just love that whole sequence. It, 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 you should just say, thing is, if that was any smart person, you'd look at his phone and go, it's my sister. I, I'll get, I, we, I use a different name with her. That would have made like so much more sense than just like mm. going, Okay, what are you talking about? Uh, I'm gonna kill the banker. Yeah, yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> it's it's the... like, Sam, what do you do? Who's Sam? <laughs> it's, it's it still is a funny scene. Obviously, it leads to a bounty because obviously she gets shot in the head by. I'm assuming it's Sharon. Yeah, it, it said it's Sh- Sharon. No, no, no name's Karen. <laughs> Karen. But I mean, Karen. this scene when they get the bounty on him and they're running through the fucking street at full speed, and obviously Demo fucking runs off instantly. It sort of reminds me of John Wick Turn 3 when John gets the bounty on his head and uh, everyone's like staring at him as he's running away. It very much reminded me of that. And everyone's got the phone call like bounty on there. It fucking reminded me of that, especially in the dark streets. And I was like, I'm getting like a real John Wick vibe here. Very Ooh. much. But unlike that, uh, they actually meet Sharon in this. <laughs> because the first time I actually get to see her since, well, Civil War. I think that was the last Ooh. time we saw her, wasn't it? Yeah, and I do like how, even though. Like Cap and Sam and I think uh, Nat was on like they're on the run. They came back pretty well. Apart from that, they all kind of came back to have a, a happy life. Yeah. Whereas she was like struggling for the, all those years. Exactly. Kind of mm. sad. Kind of sad. For even, like, even when the snap happened, she probably like was still stuck in there. We don't. I don't think she had to mention if she got snapped or not, did she? I don't think she did, no. I, I think it's like it's inferred that she didn't, and that's where she got all this like yeah. art from and stuff. Yeah, because obviously when they're actually discussing with her in the, her room, obviously she's exp- mm. obviously reminding you of why she's there, because she's obviously what she did with Stin and the Shield and Wings, yeah. and she's obviously what she's been up to and everything. But it's never actually explained, obviously, if she got blipped or not, I don't think. Mm. No, I don't think it did. But I do, yeah. I do like the fact that, just like Sam, she bullies Bucky. <laughs> when, she's, when he's sitting down and she's taking the piss out of him. Everyone just mm. bullies Bucky. Poor Bucky. Poor Bucky, yeah. But, I mean, obviously, you have all this... Obviously, we're now coming up to our actual action part of the episode. Mm. And I like the fact that it starts off with Sharon being the one that's action-focused. And she's beating the living crap out of all those bad guys. Mm. And she's in the fucking sticks. Obviously, we haven't, we haven't really seen her fight anyone other than uh, Bucky in Civil War. That was it. That's the only time mm. I've really seen her fight. Because in Winter Soldier, she was more just like pointing the gun at people and all that. That was it. Whereas this is obviously her first like full-on fight sequence. And she just kicks ass. It's basically a lot like Mr. Peggy. Because the first Captain, like, Captain America, she didn't really like beat up people much she punched that like, one soldier and shot someone but then Agent you know, Carter she actually yeah in more fucking ninja style 
fighting everything. And he's quite reticent to that. Exactly. And obviously, it's it's very well intercut between, obviously, them doing the interrogation, that Dr. Geezer. And they're like, oh, the and they're trying to find out how he did the serum and whatnot. Mm. And obviously, you actually get the explanation of everything. So it actually does give us information, a lot of information of uh, what Kylie did. The fact she stole from the power broker. That's why he's pissed off. Yada, yada. I like that as well. They constantly keep saying he. They keep yeah. throwing you off like, oh, it's a he. Because obviously, she doesn't want her identity revealed. So it's very well done. That it's constantly hinted, oh, it's a bloke, it's a bloke, it's a bloke. Yeah, it's not. But and uh, mm. I just love the fact as well. Zemo shows why he's still Baron Zemo when he kills the guy. It still shows that he's a bad guy at the end of the day. He may be doing this stupid stuff at the club when he's you know, do 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 do. You know, if we talk about the uh, Zemo cut. <laughs> um, but it's obviously the sort of first time it's really been reminds you of. Yeah, this guy is the reason the Avengers broke up. He literally tried to kill everyone and then tried to kill himself. If it wasn't for Black Panther, he'd be dead. So it's a quick reminder of who he really is. Mm, definitely. And obviously, um, with how they obviously have it for like, they make it feel like other power breaker knows that like, he's been killed. Like, how the fuck did he know that? And like, did he find the body or something? Because the whole place went like boom. And then he's never like, you think what the fuck happened? That was it. Then it revealed how the power breaker knew. It's uh, a good bit of mystery there. I like it. What do you think, Alex? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Alex turns uh, yeah, to, it's to uh... James. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting. Like how the power broker like is introduced slightly, mm. silently, subtly without it, without you knowing, right yeah. under your nose, like a cocaine. Yeah. I can see it right there, Alex. Gotta wipe it oh, away shit. quick. Good lad. That's why it's quiet the whole time. <laughs> He's been snorting. Um, I think one of my favorite parts of this episode is obviously when obviously the the Sam uh, booking Sharon uh, Zemo's fucked off and left them. And they're getting attacked by all the bad guys. They're getting shot down. They're after trying to shoot their way out. And they're like, yeah, we're losing this fight. And then Zemo, that shot when he's just walking, you just see his legs, he's panning up. And he puts his fucking mask on for the first time ever. And you're like... And he just like zooms in. He just shoots that fucking explosion. Then, he, obviously, they say it shows his fighting skills. And he fucking just hops down, just beats the living crap out of everyone. Mm. Well, I think my favourite shot has got to be the fire shot. When it's all like... The fire's simmering and everything's all getting blurry. It's like, and you just see him behind the fire. That shot was really fucking good. They hinted to him wearing the mask, obviously, where when he found it in like one of his cars, he's got a massive car collection, like someone from GTA. Like me and GTA. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, mean, I liked how like they hinted it, and then they actually fully paid off of it, and it was good because like this is Baron fucking Zemo. Exactly, it's the Baron we we know from the comics. His vet sword. Mm. <laughs> but I did I did love as well the callback to Civil War again with the car scene. And he's in the car, and uh, fucking Sam's in the back this time. It's like, you're not going to pull the seat for it, are you? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Cheeky cheeky revenge from Bucky, finally. (laughs) And obviously, you get the little subtle hint of something's something's going on with Sharon when she's like, ah, when she talks to that woman, she's like, we need to talk, do some, this, this, we need to do this now. And then she gets in the car, you're like, okay. Okay. Maybe she's still working for like, some kind of like shield off like like a a like fallen 
like division of shield or something exactly what's going on maybe no this this episode is the first time we actually get to see the flag smash actually kill someone yeah yeah well fine then he killed like three i think it was in the end i think they're like Mm. 11 injured and three dead something like that Uh, but it's, it's nice to see obviously they're actually finally crossing the line i do like the fact the second in command's like whoa uh there are people in there i did like yeah. this, this like in a war between this group like and some are agreeing some aren't and in her messed up head that this is what we have to do yeah it's like it's the only language they understand like, exactly. to her, it makes sense to them it's like what they're not as like damaged as she is exactly it's like obviously after all this as well, I love that so far all three episodes have ended sort of with a, a big sort of a either like ended or had a cameo within their mm. episodes because this one ends with a AO's return from a Civil War obviously Black Panther's oh. uh, guard and it's obviously the bit when he finds the, 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 the Black Panther type boar thing and he's like wait what and then he finds it and he's like you drop this and he's like give me Balenzimo and he's like like fucking every single fucking person that was introduced in Civil War. Yeah, basically coming back. But uh, I think, see, overall, I think obviously it's, it's another solid episode, and mm. I think so far at the three, I feel like it is the best one. At the three so far, because obviously we get yeah. Zemo and Sharon's return, and obviously Zemo just gets to shine fucking massively in this episode. So you know, yeah, it's more it, of a Zemo. Yeah. I mean, the actions so, to the comedy, it it's great thanks to Zemo, so thumbs up. Yeah, I guess a Zemo thumbs up. It gets a, a Zemo dance number. <laughs> if you do not put that in, I'm going to be so sad. What? Well, we have to know. Yep. You getting it? I'm doing it for you. Same as the, copy- the, the, the copyright strikes. <laughs> just, just invert it, you know. Put my face over Zemo's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so obviously episode four, because we're past the halfway point now, is uh, the whole world is watching, because there's a certain scene at the end which the whole world is watching, and um, obviously I, lo- I do like Bucky finally gets the intro this time, and it focuses on him in, in his time in Wakanda. So, so obviously we never really got to know what happened to him there. Really, we just know that they called him White Wolf, and he can Yeah, basically, we never really knew much about it. So it's nice to actually see what happened there for the fact that. They were there trying to help get with this programming, which explains why he couldn't be programmed by Zemo. So it's very mm. you know, a sort of way of saying, okay, this is why. And obviously, this is I'm assuming set between Civil War and he's seen in Black Panther more than likely. Yeah, definitely. And obviously, uh, it's just a really good sequence. The fact that's the one thing I like the Marvel show so far. Cause I've seen uh, one division. We got to see uh, Elizabeth Olsen's like heart poured into a scene when she's crying and whatnot. And we actually get to see Bucky fully like going emotional with this scene when the control key doesn't work. He's just like really happy and I think mm. he's crying and whatnot. And even obviously Ayo's like you're ready. I like, I like the fact that he's against it at first. Like I don't think I can do this. What happens a turn and whatnot? And she's like you got this. And she reads it. He's like I did it. I did it, mom. <laughs> but it, it it it's a really it's also a really good way of bringing back Wakanda for the first time. Yeah. Because obviously we probably won't see that now until Black Panther Wakanda Forever comes out next year. Mm. So it's a nice way of bringing that back. So kudos there. 
And obviously, uh, make sure it's next. Um, obviously, as I said, this is where we actually learn now the damage that Carly caused last time. We learned the deaths and whatnot, and I, I, obviously that they use this as a way to stop the uh, Zemo and uh, Sam Ike, you know, for Zemo, you know, brutally murdering that guy. That's a good way of uh, breaking that off. Um. But I like as well, this scene gets the uh, Zemo's uh, secret weapon. Mm. Turkish Delights. Turkish <laughs> 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 He's got a very good uh, weapon. And I, I like as well, uh, uh, in the next sequence we get to see, see reminder of the manipulation Zemo can do. Mm. When uh, The fact that, yeah, this man, you can't really trust him. He's like, he's helping you, but you can't trust him. No, the fact yeah. that uh, obviously those Sam and Bucky are struggling to get information, he gets information from uh, you know offering Turkish delights to kids. <laughs> and there's something really creepy about him singing "Bar Bar Black Sheep." Yeah, it gives off like basically it gives off nonce vibes in a way. <laughs> you know, it's like he's just he's singing that creepy version while walking up to a bunch of kids, and you're like, "What the uh, fuck is he gonna do?" <laughs> kill them. <laughs> uh, that's, that's probably one thing that goes to people's mind. Maybe he's gonna kill them all. I thought he was going to turn to fucking Anakin and start like younglings on. Like... Oh god! But it's obviously he's quite a clever way of like doing it. Like they're all trying to like approach all the adults really because they go, "Oh, the kids aren't going to know." Hmm. Whereas he's like knows the way these people work and it's get the kids on the side and make them feel like I'm one of you. And obviously, he goes by saying them two don't can't trust them. Exactly. He's like, Those guys did that guys. actually? Did that actually like lead to anything later on, though? Well, yeah, it, it um brought them to Carly. Yeah, it, it, it was just it was just it was she it was just telling them the bad the bad guys just let, just don't interact with them essentially. Mm. But if they ask you anything, ignore them. That's all it was mainly oh, yeah. about. So that like they rely on him to get the information. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I like the bit as well, uh, which is one of the next bits. You see the flag smashes where uh, Carly's talking to that bloke, uh, one of her other soldiers, and mm. there's a sort of like, uh, foreshadowing of how the episode's going to end. And he's like, "Oh, I used to, I, I grew up uh, loving Captain America." <laughs> Funny mm-hmm. how that turns out. <laughs> when it's like, uh, and they're like, "Oh, we're going to outlive the legacy of that shield." Funny how that turns out. <laughs> <laughs> That is genius. I, I I did like as well the, the the it's not a massive scene, but it's when he gives that kid some money, Zemo. When he's like when he gets the information, he, he's like this is for your family. Though obviously he's just straight up using her for the information. It still shows that he was a father at one point. He's still yeah. got that uh, family aspect within him. So it's like it's too, he's just two sided coin. He's you, as I say, he's straight up using her to get information and whatnot. But it, it, at the same time, he feels sorry. Hmm. Good bit of character development and reminder that you had a family once. Yeah, it does. And it's clearly a clever way of doing it. Exactly. He's still a bit missing the head, but he's got priorities. Exactly. He knows that these people are obviously suffering and once, obviously, you know, to them, this bit of money would probably be life changing. Exactly. And, uh, I I do very much like the conversation between Sam and Carly when it gets to the funeral. And he tries to like talk her down, and he tries the emotional route of it. He's like, "Okay, you 
doing right, but at the same time, you did it the wrong way. And there's that mm. whole scene where she says something, and he's like, oh, it's that is. He's like, oh, you made me say that. I didn't mean it like that. And he's like, oh, I'm going to yeah, do whatever it takes. I don't care how many I kill and whatnot. And he's like, oh. And he's like, oh, no, you're putting words in my mouth. And it's obviously mm. this really good, obviously, conversation between them, because at the end of the day, he's trying to get to the villain through his heart. Something that Steve would probably try and do. Like, he'd be booking Winter Soldier. He tries to go through his heart, like, you know me. Please, just don't do this. He's trying to go that route of it. And it's a really good way of like giving Sam more proof that he is Captain America. And he would have got away with it too if it wasn't for that pesky uh, Walker. John Walker. Because obviously he comes in, doesn't oh. he? Because like, I, like, I like the bit when it's like, he's it, slowly showing he's sort of going crazy here. When he's sort of going, I'm going in there. And Bucky's like, yeah, no, you're not. But obviously, I, I do like the fact as well, he gets into Bucky's head when he's like, your, your, fr- your, your partner's going to get killed. And Bucky deep down is like, shit, okay, fuck it, we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I did have this sort of ways off of Zemo just to run away. And then just like try and kill her. Because again, <laughs> Zemo hates super soldiers. For the fact that he crushes all the vials of super soldier serum. Or does he? Because John picks one up. Yeah, of course. But yeah. I do like that, like... The way he was trying to talk her down because it's, it's a massive callback to how we were first meeting in Winter Soldier because that's what he does. He basically is like a grief counselor for veterans and stuff. Because obviously, uh, another callback in, in Endgame that's what Cap was doing, yeah, pretty much what Sam was doing. And so he's like, he, he has history with this, so he knows how to basically talk her down and to, yeah, under it. To basically go into her level and understand both ways, and it is a very, a very good way of doing it. And I like how it's a good way of showing how he's perfect to be Captain America, whereas Walker isn't. Because Walker's he's just a soldier, essentially. Yeah. Which is obviously the whole point of that. That he's basically like Cap before he got ice. He was on the ice. It's like, yeah. yeah, he wants to. He's still. He's in this war. Yeah. Like, he's, he's in a war. He got killed the bad guys, like the first Cap did. But then, when Cap woke up in New York and realized the war was over, he, 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 that Cap grows more and becomes the Cap that can wield Mjolnir. Exactly. Whereas, and that, that, that Sam is like that Cap, the one who knows we don't trade lives. Whereas this one's more like, I've got to take her in. I'm going to take her in. Doesn't matter how we do it. The main yeah, the make a big whole, about, like killing anyone else. Make a whole big scene of him, like say the sheriff. He's like the great soldier. He got the awards for being a soldier. Whereas Sam, yeah, he he did a lot of like some military the background, but he's also an Avenger. He knows like there's more to being a hero than. Completing the mission. Well, it's also down to like the Sokovia, uh, what is it? Sokovia thing. Sokovia Accords, yeah. I thought it was Accords, but I was like, nah, it's like an Accordia. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that. It's Sokovia Accordia. Wait, are you fucking Rosie and Jim? Yeah. I'll send the One Division theme. But yeah, there's that. So, like, they can't, but that's a massive reason, like, to why I was just like, yeah, he's not going to last as uh, yeah. Captain America, killing people. Like, yeah. Wanda did that, and she didn't even mean to. 
and then they had the Sokovia Accords. Exactly. And then he is doing it while he's actually meaning to, because he's a complete dickhead, and who shouldn't actually get anything? But, you know, uh, that's what they want you to think anyway. But, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. That's yeah. how I explain it. It's, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I think one of the, oh. the funniest moments of the episode has got to be the El Chapo scene. This, mm. When uh, Demo fucks up and they're like, man, he El Chapo'd us. <laughs> when the fucking Dora Malaja Mil- uh, and uh, Ao turn up and trying to get Zemo and they're fucking fighting Walker. Yeah. Which obviously is a good way of like, sending Walker down that road of like, they're not even super soldiers. I've got my ass kicked by essentially three women. Mm. Well, three, two. Three. Three, thought so. Very OP. But uh, I, I do like the, the start of the fight when obviously John's like getting fighting him. Uh, fucking Sam's like, we should get in there. And Bucky's like, you're doing great, John. <laughs> he's just standing back. It's like, you're doing great. Well done. But obviously, I do like the fact that obviously he still showcases. So obviously, he hates John. Deep down, he's still the hero. He's still a mm. hero, Bucky, is for the fact that he gets involved and stops them from killing him. He's like, come on, we need to start this. And obviously, there's that bit obviously when she fucks his arm up and his arm falls off. He's like, what the fuck? Obviously, he feels betrayed because obviously she helped him. So he's yeah. the whole like he sees her as like a, a friend. Yeah. And um... but deep down, they never, they still didn't hundred percent trust him. At the end of the day, he's an outsider killer. Though they helped him yeah. get away from the killer aspect. Who knows? It could be still in there somewhere. So they always get, made that contingency for if it happened. Yeah. Which is his arm falling off, which has now become like a massive a, uh, a meme of her uh, fucking uh, Buzz Lightyear with his arm. What? Remember Toy Story and Buzz Lightyear doesn't have his arm? And he's dressed, he's dressed as a maid. There's like a whole uh, joke now that fucking people keep uh, putting like images of fucking uh, Buzz Lightyear's arm instead of uh, the Bucky arm. The scene when he opens the crate in uh, uh, Infinity War, it's Buzz Lightyear's arm in there. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's still funny. Funny that fucking Zemo is just straight up locks himself in the bathroom, and fucks it off in the fucking sewers. Also, why is there a massive fucking sewer hole in the fucking hotel? Which is it? Like maybe like he planned to have that or something. Maybe like More he knew this one would have it. Maybe it is Zemo. Mm. I, I mean. I, I think it'd be more funny if he like grabbed like a bot, grabbed a handful of Turkish delights before going. Yeah, <laughs> but later, <laughs> you never know when you need a Turkish delight. But uh, obviously, there's the next next sort of major bit is obviously the build up to the ending of the whole Lamar getting captured after the fight for the flag smashes and whatnot. We get to see like, again more of different fight styles. So obviously, John using the shield, uh, Sam using his thrusters to actually help fight because he's blasting him in the face with the thruster, and then mm, Bucky showing yeah. off his knife skills. While not stabbing him, which I might add, which shows how much he's changed. Old Bucky mm. might have just stabbed and stabbed, but this one's like, even like throws a knife next to the face and just doesn't kill him. It shows that he's still, he's, he's, he's changed. He's not the same Bucky as he used to be. Yeah. And he used to know. <laughs> <laughs> he did a whole like, um, thing of people sort of wondering which one is going to become Cap. Exactly. And obviously there's a whole shock left there when Lamar gets fucking punched in the chest by Carly and he dies. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, so that guy's dead. And obviously that, sort of, that sends John over the edge to the extent that he chases the guy there and that loved Captain America growing up. And that guy then has to ironically get murdered by Captain America. With yeah. the whole world watching. watching. 
But I, I fucking wow. this is probably like one of my this is probably my favorite ending of an episode for the scene. It's just for the fact that the whole episode built up this unhingedness more in John with how he was reacting to. Oh, I've got to get in there. I've got to help. I've got to stop her. I've got to do this and that. And it was slowly building up. A set, and then you add the serum to the mix, and he's fucking lost it even more. And obviously the Mar dies. That he just he's like, I don't care if I'm Captain America. Well, I'm just gonna kill this guy with my fucking yeah. shield. The symbol of hope is now covered in blood. Yeah. Yeah. And then as well, and there's that just shows hope is dead. I love how there's two scenes as well, where, um, like, I see uh, Bucky and Sam are talking, and Bucky goes, like, if you, would you ever have had the, the serum? And yeah. Uh, Zemo, yeah, Zemo. And he's like, no, no hesitation. And then you go back to... Um, Lamar and got, um, John, and he's like, oh, yeah, I would have took it all the way. Definitely, like, straight away, yeah. Because obviously, it makes you it makes you more of who you are, and it make you you're a good person, make you more of a good person. Yeah, it's... and it's like it shows naive the naiveness of like they see oh power makes you better, whereas Sam knows like just because it makes it makes you like stronger doesn't mean it makes you better. Exactly, these have all got the they've all got the serum. They aren't doing good, are they? Exactly. It's it's just it's just it's just a great. Brutal cliffhanger to end on, and mm. it's just a chef's kiss over the fucking fact that guy was like, oh, "I love Captain America growing up," and it dies by someone wielding cap shield. Just chef's kiss. <laughs> but I mean, for me, obviously, this whole episode changed everything for the show, and in a great way. Yeah. And just like One Division, episode four was the one that uh, upped to the max the quality, and obviously from there it just went even better. And I just think it's a great start. To obviously. The flowing into the next episode, so mm-hmm. I think two thumbs up for me. This one is, yeah, definitely. It's, it's like the moment when John Walker goes from basically being the anti version of Captain America, and you've got Sam, like it's like the start of his path, good becoming yeah. the new Captain America. Exactly. So, yeah, it's very well done. Hmm. It gets a thumbs up and a fist for me. <laughs> In where though? Bend over. in two. <laughs> fucking uh, Ryu fucking uh, uppercuts. Uh, okay, uh, obviously, episode five is titled Truth. And the I'm fuck- not very creative with the names, are they? The last time was really creative. It's a whole like truth, justice in the American yeah. way. Yeah, I would have been really uh, been a bit of a mouthful of a, a title, but it would have worked. Mm. But, uh, play on that. Yeah, uh, I think for me, this opening is probably one of the best in this. It's probably the best in the series mm. because mm. it's it's just such a satisfying opening. So obviously, because we end on a cliffhanger, and to have a satisfying conclusion to said cliffhanger. Is so good. So obviously, the first bit fully focused on Walker, and obviously he's going through his mind. He's saying, "Why?" He's like going crazy and everything. Why did you do that? Why did you do that? He's like, "You should listen to me." He's just going crazy. He's seeing the flashes of the Mar and everything, and he's just losing the mind. And then you have the whole Sam and Bucky team up when they're just beating the kid, living shit out of him. Oh my god, yeah. And it's just, I would love to have like had a kick or something. It's there. it's just such a good fucking fight. Obviously, it's even though there's two v one, because obviously Walker's juiced up. He's actually handling them and everything, and he's—it's the bit when he's—I uh, think he's when he's choking uh, Sam out. And he's like, "Why are you making me do this?" 
Mm. And uh, it's even that bit when he's like, I am Captain America. And he's like, getting, he's just going fucking crazy. And it's the extent he even rips Sam's wings off, which obviously is there to yeah. set up a next, the next sort of act. But I mean, it shows how strong this guy is now. But I do love the, the team up aspect between uh, Sam and Bucky when they fucking break his arm just to get the fucking shield. Because yeah. it's the aspect of they will go to any length to get this back now. They This guy's lost it. He can't be the symbol of just hope and justice. We have to get yeah. it back. And obviously they fucking snap his arm completely. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's basically, he's basically, he's, audio. he's um, like, corrupted that. Yeah. Image of their their best friend. Yeah, he's ruined the like um, what he created. Yeah, his reputation as Captain America has been ruined by this dumped up soldier. Yeah, and I love the bit when um fucking Bucky lifts him, like hoists him up in the air, and fucking Sam just boosts into the air, just fucking clotheslines him in the air. Mm. The fucking all go flying everywhere. I and, thought that was a pretty cool scene. Yeah, though. and then Sam just uh, Bucky just picks up the shield and just drops it on Sam as like and just walks off. Yeah, it's it's probably it's probably it's probably one of my, it probably is my favorite fight of the the series. Oh, Hayden's gone again <laughs> because of the just the whole it showcases their chemistry even more. Because if you look at all the other yeah. fight scenes, though they were sort of teaming up, they weren't really a team. They weren't really unified essentially. But this is where they became this team. So yeah, chef's kiss. Yeah. Um, and obviously, there's a little setup after this where uh, Sam gives his wings to Tor- uh, Torres, which is obviously setting up yeah. him getting Falcon's alter ego, which I'm assuming more than likely is either going to be in the fourth cap film or like another film down the line or series. Who knows? There might be a, a Falcon a movie or show. Just about him. Yeah. Who knows? I reckon, it, I reckon they'll stick sticking with Sam though, because Sam will train him, I reckon. Yeah, in my opinion, obviously. But uh, I like the court scene as well when Walker's in court, and it just because how del- deludedly full he is, because obviously they instantly throw him under the bus. This guy that they were like, oh, he's our like idol now. He's that like symbol of hope and justice. Yeah, he's, we don't want him anymore. He's not ours. We don't know yeah. who this guy is. And obviously, they instantly throw him under the bus. And obviously, the delusion, rent yeah, and everything. no money, whatnot. And as I said, they're just delusion of the fact that he still thinks he's after what he's done. He's Captain America. Captain America would never murder someone in cold blood. Especially nah, the no. fact that he's like, oh, this guy killed Lamar. And he's like, he didn't kill Lamar. You know he didn't. You know Carly killed Lamar. This guy did nothing at all to kill him. So it's just that delusion in his mind that he's, he, he's, he's like beyond salvation. Though he does do a bit of salvation in the next episode, he's beyond the salvation that he can't be Captain America anymore. And obviously there's the, the little cameo as well from a... Uh, the MCU's uh, Madame Hydra, uh, which obviously setting up more to come later on. So obviously she's going to be a big part of stuff later on, which is a nice little cameo appearance from a big name actress. Uh, what else I forgot here? Uh, the bit of Zemo when he's in Sokovia and he's at the fucking memorial and he's just staring at obviously what is lost. Yeah. And uh, Bucky's like appears and he's just like yeah. He's like, okay, yeah, this. I do love as well as Zemo is like, okay, this girl is radicalized beyond salvation, and Sam won't listen to me. He won't deal with her the way you need to deal with her, i.e., kill. But he's like, you were built, you were programmed to murder. 
you need to do this. And I just like the book is like, yeah, no. And he points the gun at Zemo and Zemo's like, yep, yeah, okay, I'm done, bye bye. And there's that whole bit and book is like, click. And that scene where you just like, you see the bullets just dripping from his hands was such a good fucking cinematic shot. And other facts, obviously, when the AO and the, the Wakandans turn up to fucking arrest Zemo, I do like Zemo's like, okay, I've got no grudges, but you know, we're, we're, we're cool, we're cool. That little subtle nod between each of us, like, we're cool. We're parting ways for probably not the last time, but we're cool for now. <laughs> Until we start killing each other again. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, there's the little cheeky favours our Bucky asked for, which we'll see uh, next time. Because <laughs> it's a little cheeky favour, isn't it? Mm. Obviously, then we get our first of our first official conversation between Sam and Isaiah, where obviously we finally learn what happened to Isaiah in the past and whatnot, and we get it's it's again well acted by Columbo. Obviously, the whole speech of they will never let or accept a black man be Captain America, and even if they did. No self-respecting black man would actually want to be it, because obviously, though it's like a symbol yeah. of hope. It's like it's also a symbol of essentially racism and shit, because you're not blonde hair, blue eyes, Aryan race basically. Um, so they'd never accept it. And you should never accept wanting to be it. No, no, no. It's a good. No, but I think it's good that Sam does it because it's actually changing the perspective of it in the yeah future. but i like the fact he doesn't straight away i like the fact he listens to his words straight away like he oh yeah lets it sink into his mind like okay i'm kind of agreeing with you I, this, yeah no i like it sinks in first and it sat there for a while before it actually is like yeah don't listen to this guy you do what you think is best yeah you be the man you are destined to be <clears throat> nice little word there um, but yeah, I, I do. I do like it's stuck there in the back of his head. And uh, I, I, I think one of my favourite parts of this is more the comic on this when uh, Bucky comes to help Sam. When uh, is the uh, Sam's uh, this is the crate on the back of the car, and Sam's like, "How are we gonna get this off?" And then Bucky's just like, "Yeet!" <laughs> and uh, it was nice to see like a bit of a uh, uh, like how far it's got, like. No, sorry. That's me getting two conversations mixed up. Uh, <laughs> it's nice to see, like, the family and all, like, yeah, that. Yeah, and, and even Bucky like, interacting. Yeah. The fact he hits on Sarah, doesn't he? He's like, hey. Because, you know, Bucky and Sarah shipping it. Can I call it Sucky? <laughs> Bucky and Sarah merged together. <laughs> Damn, you ship it. <laughs> it's okay, I ship it. <laughs> I, I just love the fact when he first, obviously when he, he's uh, the fucking ship start, the boat starts breaking a bit, and uh, he comes in and helps him like fix it. He's like, "Why didn't you use the metal arm?" He goes, "Well, I didn't think about it really. I'm I'm right-handed." <laughs> <laughs> the fucking chemistry right between in more ways than the one. chemistry between these two is so fucking good. Yeah, I do find the chemistry good. Like it's like wonder yeah. and sort of vision level of chemistry. Like the, yeah, they've got I, the they've got the emotional chemistry where these have got the back and forth. Yeah, you can tell like the difference. Like you can tell that Wonder and Vision are meant to be husband and wife, whereas these are meant to be like, like sort of acquaint acquaintances. Yeah, 
but like they're, they're, but, but secretly the best friends. Me and you, yeah, yeah. Essentially, yes. When we're actually recording something yeah. properly. <laughs> and obviously, uh, there's this little romper, which you can find on my. <laughs> Get that little sort of hint in there, yeah. Like yeah, there's yeah. like the subtle hint of uh, Sharon being the power broker. Oh, <gasps> because there's a little sort of hint in this episode. Was there? Yeah, uh, she's on the on the phone to uh, backdrop, and she's like, "I need you to do a favor for me." And he's like, "Oh, here is just we." What is it in French? Just we le Français. I need you. I need you to do a favor for me. So obviously, it's a little hint there that she is some big power, which you get obviously yeah. later next episode. But um. Obviously, the the whole conversation as well when uh, Sam and Bucky are throwing the shield against the fucking trees with the whole fucking they got those uh the mat the the, the oh what would, you, what would you call them like the bounce pad sort of thing attached to the trees like the like they start using boxing like you know you know what I'm about don't you yeah and they keep uh, they keep but... bouncing the shield off them and it keeps coming back and they keep catching it in this conversation I just can't think what the fucking yeah it's think. like it's like a guard isn't it. Like yeah, it's it's a bit like obviously uh, a mat, uh, they have a mat, uh, when they're doing like karate yeah. on the floor they have mats on the floor like crash mat sort of situation it's sort of like a crash mat but a mini one. But I do like the conversation obviously where Sam's actually being the sort of this this he's literally proving more he's Captain America when he's giving the talk to Bucky he's like even if it takes you a long time just don't basically go for your book trying to say sorry because all you're doing is avenging you don't do that do it. Properly, so it's literally showing that he's he's literally Captain America. He's built for this, and obviously the whole the, the humor between them when there's arguing constantly, which mm. is good. And then obviously that bit when they're part ways as well. They're like, oh, we're, we're best, we're friends. So he's like, well, we're more like co-workers, acquaintances. Uh, we're just we're just two guys that uh, have a mutual friend who's now gone. So we're just two guys. Exactly. I'm okay with that. And there's that whole other shot of him in the walk away, and you got the zoom, you got the, obviously focus on Sam walking, and it's like in the background you see Bucky walking away. Such a good shot. And uh, yeah, I I love the, the fact as well because it makes sense with the whole family aspect of the show that Sarah's the one that snapped uh, Sam back into reality. She's the one that's yeah. like, ignore Isaiah. You're gonna let that guy get in your head. Don't. I, lo- I do love that. And then Sam has his little Rocky montage when he's fucking training, running through the fucking forest, throwing the shield, p- pissing off his nephews. You know, yada yada, as you, as, as you do, basically. But I, I, I love that she's the one that snaps him back. It's like, you do it. You do what you do. And obviously, you know, we get the little backdrop back, baby. And backdrop returns. Yours. And obviously... Sorry. I, I, hmm? You're fully invested in Hayden, what she's up to, aren't you? No, no. <laughs> because she's currently talking to someone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she thumbs up. There's uh, uh, a thumbs up for this episode. <laughs> you're, nah. you're, my, uh, you're my main like storyline of the, the show. It's like, I watched it when it was coming. Yeah, I, I, I binge watched it yesterday, so these are all the st- stuff that I like. I've jotted down every bit of information I like, which is why I got like eleven pages of notes. Yeah, that's why I am like not saying much because I'm just like I can't remember anything that was going on. <laughs> like I remember stuff that happens when it's said, but that's about it. Yeah, obviously the episode sort of ends with the council meeting when they're all discussing obviously moving uh, the people that come back from the blip. 
Mm. And obviously it goes all red. Oh, someone's going to attack us, yada, yada. And obviously Sam opens that case up, which Bucky gave him. And I remember when this first came out, I was there going, show me what's in the box. I was going crazy. Like, Turn the box <laughs> around. Wasn't it like a... Uh... It was his wings and suit in the box. Wasn't it like left as like a, a split, like... Uh, yeah, it, it it just opens it and looks there and it's like, yeah. Oh, what's it called? What's it called? Cliffhanger. That was yeah, it was the cliffhanger. Was he opened the box and just ends there? But obviously, there's the, the little fi- finally like one division is an end credit scene with Walker making his own face yeah. shield, which obviously is sort of way of bringing him back ready for next time. But I mean, just overall, I think this is a, another solid episode, and it's got, obviously the character building to build up for this finale uh, is really good. And obviously we left on a cliffhanger ready for next time. So being the penultimate episode, I think is the word I'm after. Is it penultimate yeah. word? Yeah, I, I, it's a very good way of building stuff for what is was technically the next week episode, but the nay is that you know the one you can just click when it says play next. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it it's good. Uh, see, I think obviously it's got a really good opening. But I feel like for overall, I think the last episode is probably the the better of the two but i mean this is another solid outing yeah to build us up for episode six one world six one world one people it's obviously the flag smashers quote yeah but i see it this kicks off straight away with the the lockdown initiative on that building and uh, they're all like, okay, something's happening, something's happening. And then you see Sam sort of flying. You don't get the glimpse of him yet, but you just get a glimpse of him flying. You're like, okay, so he's got wings back now. Okay, this is good. This is good. And uh, obviously, we, Sharon's back in the country. So you see, and she does the whole Winter Soldier technology when she takes the mask off, mm. which is a little yeah. callback to uh, when Black Widow did it in Winter Soldier. So it's a nice little callback. Mm. So he's setting up, obviously, her joining in this fight now. But uh, obviously, the most impactful point moment early on is when Sam throws that shield for the window and you get the first glimpse of this new fucking amazing Captain America outfit for Sam because that fucking out whoever's got the fucking doing the costume design whoever's doing the budget in for these costumes needs a fucking pat on the back because my god they're fucking nailing these costumes aren't they they are yeah because Wanda had a fucking beautiful costume Cap's now got a fucking amazing costume Uh, even like some of the, the, the little uh but set photos from like uh, Miss Marvel and Hawkeye. They're all getting comic accurate, great looking costumes. So they really are translating these comic costumes perfectly onto screen and updating them more to make them look realistic and fucking badass. Definitely. Plus you got the little subtle joke again, haven't you, with the whole, who are you? I'm Captain America. I thought he was on the moon. I was it's it's a good way of calling back to that early on joke. Mm. And obviously backdrops in, in this fight now, so that's even better. Because obviously Captain America's first fight in Winter Soldier was backdrop. Mm. So it, it makes sense that Cap's this new Cap's first battle is backdrop. Yeah. They can't really find the Nazi from the fight, so Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> French dude, the and I do love the fact that obviously everyone has a, a part in this fight because obviously this, this this fight lasts for a while, and obviously Bucky <laughs> and Sharon are obviously having their own aspects to deal with. They're dealing with the flag smash as well. Backdrop's being dealt with by uh, Cap, which is a, obviously it's very satisfying to see them all doing 
I was going to say it's the Falcon. It's quite, it's quite weird. It's yeah. it's good, but weird to try to think of Falcon, not for go. Okay, so it's it's Captain America now. Sorry, my mind's just racing back. It's we've spent too, spent too long with him yeah. as Falcon that my mind's just instantly clicking back to Falcon, even though my notes clearly say Cap. Uh, at this point now, he's no long, it's no longer Falcon Winter Soldier, it's Captain America Winter Soldier. Ah, not till the end yeah. of the episode, actually. Oh, we're classic, is it? It is uh, technically, just... but at the end of the episode, because at the moment, the, the only credit reveal at the moment has been uh, the actual normal title. Uh, mm. But uh, At this point, I'm classing it as Captain America. Yeah, it is, basically, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it, it's a good way to start off his reign, is with Backdrop. Plus, yeah, we can't play that more Backdrop. Hmm. Uh, and I does talk about that Sharon Shroud murdered that guy in that car. She straight up burned that guy's face off. That bit's like, it's. What would you think? She's supposed to be a shield agent. You're supposed to be like the pinnacle of good. Why would you do such a thing? Uh, I wonder uh, why. Wink, wink. <laughs> wow. But I, I did like it, obviously, this sort of after he instantly fucks off backdrop Sam, doesn't he? He does the, obviously flying up to the helicopter, and it's still showing that. Obviously, because the fighting aspect on the ground, he's more Captain America stuff, but he's still Falcon to his heart, so he still has the wing aspect. So obviously, yeah. you still need these flying sequences. And obviously, I like the bit when he saves that helicopter after the bad guy shoots it down, because obviously he saved the people in the building. This is the first time normal civilians have seen him as Captain America and seen him save people rather than go after the, uh, like the, the bad guys. Mm. So this is the way he's Captain America, choose to to save people rather than bad guys, like stopping them. Which is some of that Bucky does as well, because obviously when he yeah. uh, joins in the 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 bike when he's fighting the flag smashers, they set fire to that vehicle, don't they? And he chooses to save the civilians rather than uh, go after the bad guys. And obviously mm. he gets that little acknowledgement. So when that guy comes out, he's like, "Thank you, thank you very much." And I was like, "My boy Bucky finally gets some acknowledgement." <laughs> <laughs> The example of like, to be honest, either one of them could have been cap. Yeah, easily. I think uh, I said to Alex, I think it's when you uh, you were talking uh, to someone earlier. Yeah. Uh, I said that it makes sense why Sam was because the fact that Bucky is still technically a murderer. Yeah, and Bucky's also still he's dealing with all of the like his past. I think it's like Cap couldn't have been Cap like if he had all this baggage, but I think well. So he's like Bucky deals with this. He's he's on the path. Yeah, to salvation. Like a cap like character being yeah. a mm. redeemed character, where Sam is already at the point where he's ready to become. Exactly. Cap, clearly. Obviously, then I, I like as well when we get the super soldier fight and Walker turns back up, and he's mm. obviously the role of scrapping and. Kicking the shit. And that bit when Buck gets his own superhero landing when he fucking gets flying off the building, he's like, Poof. I was like, he's going to do a superhero landing. Man, it's oh, not good for the legs. <laughs> but um, uh... I think one of my favourite shots from this episode is going to be when Sam gets locked into the water with all the pipes. And you see that blue light in the water flying. And I was like, That's cool. So he can fly underwater now? Wow. That's cool. Oh, Wakanda. Who anything. It's the bit when he comes out the water as well, and he's like, uh, "That boy's own ass whooping now." Because <laughs> oh. at the end of the day, though he's obviously got this Captain America look, deep down he still has the Falcon charm. This little banter. Sam. 
like it's not like he goes up yeah. instantly. <laughs> <laughs> instantly he just turns to the steam when he puts the eight bit on. Oh. Oh, wow. I the is that? that. <laughs> he turns around and goes, I definitely have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I do like the, the bit with uh, uh, Carly as well. And um, obviously it's proved in this, scene, it, this one scene that she, there's no redemption arc for her when she throws the, the car off the bit, uh, building. No, no. It's, it's proved that She's she, just doing it to kill now. Yeah, she she can't be forgiven there. This this didn't need to happen. But I do like the fact that they let um John have his moment. They let him actually like, save, try and save this truck. Like he, he could literally go and take her down, but he chooses to save the truck because at the end of the day, again with him, deep down, he's still a soldier, so he's still trying to fight for good, even though he's lost his way as well. No, there's at the yeah, moment there's no delusion for good now. He still has the he still has that aspect of he's still who he is, but obviously he gets taken out by the flag smashers, which I like when he gets taken out because he screams no when he lets go of the truck because he's wanted to save him. Because obviously he threw his own shield away to fucking did the truck because he just dropped it on the floor because Bucky was like whoa, but I like the aspect of him screaming as he's falling because he's like no I wanted to save him, but obviously he can't save him because I have new uh, Captain America has to save him. Mm. Yeah, that's true strength. Or if you're that uh, one old guy in the audience, that's the Black Falcon, Elias. No, it's that's Captain America. America. <laughs> uh, so does Sam? Doesn't Sam have like a new little robot now? Because he had Red Wing, and hasn't he got another one? I believe he's got two. He had things? two, but I think they're still just Red Wing. Uh, okay, I think they're yeah. literally just still Red Wing. He's just got they're just obviously no. Mm. Mm. Um, Red Wing and Blue Wing. We'll but yeah, I, I like the the the, the audience and not the civilians now acknowledging that this is our new cap. Uh, it's a nice little nod. And obviously, then you get the full reveal of uh, Sharon. She is officially Power Broker. As I said, yeah. though it hinted it last time, this is the first full on reveal, which explains why she's there because she wants to take out Carly for the fact that she stole from her. Mm. And then, you know, throw back, <laughs> drop into the mix. And he's like, I want to uh, four times the amount. Uh-huh. I did like blackmail. Bang. <laughs> I'm, I'm really hoping they haven't killed him. So I still want to see him in his uh, leaping boots. I just, I just want one moment of him going, a leap, a leap, a leap. Just one moment. What if, what if the shot that she caused, it didn't kill him, but it caused him brain damage. And that's why he becomes the crazy ass weird. <laughs> From uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, but I did, I, I did like that whole reveal though. It's, it, though it's predictable. It's very predictable. Uh, yeah, and I did like the fact on like One Division. Obviously, when fans predicted this early on, it actually came true. Mm. <laughs> nice little uh, turn of pace because One Division, everyone predicted stuff and it never came true, but everyone predicted this and it came true. Yeah. But I do like how no um, One Division though, with um, like Sharon's reveal that the whole point is she wanted like the serum that obviously create super soldiers and that she basically pissed off that Kylie stole from her. Think about it. Uh, in um, Agent, obviously, um, in Agent Carter, the whole like storyline is that obviously one of the like, storylines is that um, that Tony's dad, he obviously had a sample of Steer's blood, and he at the end, um, Jarvis gives. Obviously, Peggy the blood, and she pours it away. She she obviously doesn't want to create more super soldiers because to her only 
only only one Steve. Whereas her niece, her great niece, is pretty much like, yeah, I met loads, you know, fuck it. He um, ditched me from my uh, great aunt. I'm going to go fucking met loads of super soldiers. We're going to take over the world. Yay. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> but, uh, I, I do like with Sam as well, because obviously he refused to fight uh, Carly, and obviously it's Sharon who has to, you know, uh, shoot her to stop her. So I like the fact that he refuses to actually, uh, like, actually fight someone that he doesn't believe is a full-on villain, even though he kind of is now after what she's done. <laughs> yeah, I do so like the fact he's going to take the bullets. I do like the fact he's going to take the bullet. He's like, okay, I'm sending you a message. You shoot me. I'm okay with it. You do what you have to do. Mm. And then Sharon just goes bang bang, <laughs> because. Sharon is a bad girl. Because. Yeah, naughty girl. She's Pepper Brook and naughty. Yeah. Or is she? Yeah. Listen to some theories. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I like the um, the whole argument with Sam when he's on the news and he's talking to the council. He's outside cool. and he's having that yeah. massive argument about. Uh, I thought that was a bit, a bit too political for us. It, it worked. It, the fact that he's yeah. like, they're like, oh, the terrorists. He's like, he's still calling them terrorists. At the end of the day, they were doing what they were thought was right because you basically destroyed their lives. No, no, that's what I was going to go with. I was going to say it's kind of political, but like at the same time, it does work. Exactly. You cut me off. <laughs> and like I've been doing to everyone else today. <laughs> I do love the fact as well he acknowledges the fact that some people out there, they will be against him having the shield. Obviously, thanks to obviously Isaiah's word. And he obviously cuts to Isaiah watching it, and he's like really happy now that he's he's accepting this and he's obviously going along. But I, I just think overall it's a really good speech, and it just proves why Sam is the perfect replacement for Steve because he he, yeah, he thinks of everyone before himself. Mm. And it's just literally why Anthony Mackie is the perfect choice for Sam Wilson. He's just such a good actor, and this speech sort of proves it. He really is, yeah. It's the, it's the bit when um, he walks away as well and Bucky's standing there and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I was, I was texting, I wasn't paying attention, all I heard was Black Man in Stars and Stripes. It just still shows that little banter. And obviously Bucky uh, straight up respects Sam. They've still got this little banter. It's, yeah, it's, you can't it's, show it. Yeah, you, can't, you can't shake it. It's still there. It's a few little cheeky jabs. It's, 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 just, it's just... I just look. I, I can't wait to see them back together again. Hmm. But... Uh, uh, the fat bitch just got food. Yep. She's chowing down on some food. Um, so, obviously, after all this like, speech and whatnot, it is, we see Zemo's butler just murdering all the flag smashers. <laughs> because he's not a sweet old man, he's a brutal murderer. But it's also a good way of like, having Zemo cameo in the finale, because the fact that it like, pans to him in his cell and he's like... <laughs> and obviously then we get the actual US agent reveal, which the suit looks really good, again. The suit looks mm. comic accurate. I just love the I love the John Walker reference. Like, it's the same suit, just black. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like I like the whole reference. To the it's basically hinting that the Thunderbolts are going to happen because obviously yeah. Madame Hydra, uh, Baron Zemo is in the raft, and Walker's now U.S. agent. So it's a good way of referencing that this is going to happen. But I do love with um, the Marvel show so far. They always have this one character go, uh, "You're this." Like uh, one division, it was a. Uh, you're the Scarlet Witch. And this one's like, oh, we don't need a Captain America. We need a 
US agent. They like this, like suddenly jabbing the names out. Jab, 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 jab. Jab, 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 jab. Um, I think the one moment that made me really happy in this episode was when Bucky finally comes clean to his friend and explains yeah. what happened. Because I could have just left it and he not said anything to him. But it's a nice way of wrapping up that story and having him cross out that name. Because though it's obviously causing him now to lose a friend, it was mm. the right thing to do. He needs to do it. And then the uh, the person he was going on a date with and his yeah. old friend are banging. It made me happy to see Bucky. Though he was obviously upset, he was deep down he was happy for what he did. And obviously, we get another happy ending in form of Isaiah, and uh, he's sort of now befriended Sam, and uh, it's it's obviously his nephew's like, oh, we doing Black Falcon? He's like, that's not that's, it's not Black Falcon anymore. And he goes, no, I think he goes, that's not Falcon, that's Captain America. Yeah. And uh, I, I like when he takes us to the museum though, and uh, he shows him oh, the statue. Yeah, he shows him the statue, and he's there crying and everything. He's like, to see this like. Essentially, this really angry man for the fact that how his country's treated him is because of his colour of his skin, though mm. he was doing justice. Um, it's so happy to see him now getting the acknowledgement of what he just truly deserves. And I'm assuming this is probably going to be a, a good way of uh, maybe putting his uh, grandson on the uh, correct course to become Patriot. That would be cool. Because obviously he's Patriot in the comics, isn't he? Yeah. So obviously, mm. maybe this is like one of the factors that seeing his granddad finally get this acknowledgement and seeing, obviously, the new Captain America as a black man, it might go. You might go. You know what? I'm going to be a superhero as well. Yeah. Which then probably eventually leads to the Young Avengers at some point. Yeah. They are setting up. They very much are setting up Young Avengers. Yeah, they had some set up in uh, One Division, some in like uh, Endgame. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I did. I did love as well the. Uh, the difference in tones in terms of endings for the two Marvel shows so far. So for one of it's this very quite depressing ending for the fact that she lost the whole yeah. family and everything, and she, it was it. But this one's got more, you know, happy and more hope because obviously Sam and Bucky are partying basically with Sam's family and obviously his friends, and it's nice satisfying party. And I think it's like a very satisfying way to end this show and then build up to the fact the title then officially changes to, as you said earlier, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. It's a very satisfying. Yeah, not a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very nice, satisfying ending for a very satisfying show. And mm. that, I'm very much looking forward to them returning in Captain America 4, which obviously got officially announced after this ended. Yeah. it's very. I'm gonna, maybe they might appear in something else before that. Who knows? Because obviously Captain America 4 is not going to be for another few years. So who knows? They could appear in Secret Invasions or something. Mm, you never know. Who knows? Okay. Obviously, there's an end credit scene, isn't there, with a... Sharon basically getting pardoned, but she's just secretly just, you know, going to use their weapons and shit. She's going to steal from the government, which mm. maybe me, me, means she's going to be part of Armor Wars, maybe. Maybe she sells to the wrong people. But it's like there's a theory that this might not actually be Sharon. It could be a scroll, and this could be a sort of way of setting up secret invasion. It could be. That's like a whole theory that people have had, which would be an interesting mm. uh, reason why she'd be bad. Hmm. Because she has all of her memories. She knows like, how yeah. to act like Sharon. Exactly. But she has that evil side to her, maybe. Exactly. But, mm. um... In conclusion... Uh, this this show was a very much a success. Not just for me, just for, obviously for Marvel in general. 
Obviously, it was, mm. I say, back to basic approach. Uh, and it was very successful in that back to basic approach. Yeah. Uh, it does a good job of bringing back our two leading men from uh, other films. Cause obviously, neither of them really led a the film. They're always like the second protagonist. They weren't like a made, major, major member. They're more yeah. like a. They're the bridesmaids, not the bride. Yeah, basically. So it's a nice, good way of bringing them back to the front and showing that like, these two are like the future, essentially, of the MCU. Yeah. Especially Cap. Mm. Uh, cinematography is really outstanding in this as well. From obviously, Especially with the action sequences, they're really fucking good. And even the, the, the normal sort of shots, a lot of them look really good. Especially, as I said, the scene when they're, in the, um, they're going to the bar, that looked really fucking beautiful and really well shot. Um. The score in the background is quite a uh, got a thump to it, quite a badass thump to it. Whenever um, a Wakandan character comes on, yeah, I guess the drum beat. Yeah, but yeah, I think it's a really good way of building up to Captain America four now, and it's really satisfying because obviously they're constantly hinting that maybe there's going to be a series two, but obviously they may do a season two eventually. But for now, we're going to get an actual movie. So that's going to be interesting to see where they go with that. But uh, it's nice to actually see Sam, obviously, because in Winter Soldier, he was one of the, the standouts coming into the... It, and obviously, then he went into Ant-Man, which is a really good cameo. And he's had these uh, moments where he's been like a good star, but he's never really got the full, like, full frontal look. So it's nice mm-hmm. to see him finally headlining uh, something. And obviously, now you're going to headline a film, so that's really great. So in terms of ratings... I'm going to give it a solid 9 out of 10, I think. I've, I personally think it, all episodes kept the same level consistently. Obviously, the later episodes did improve even more. But I feel like they kept that same level of they weren't bad. They're actually very entertaining to watch. I agree. I'd say 9 out of 10 as well. Because it's proper like Marvel, but it's, it's the profession, the way the quality is so much movie-like. It's like watching a really long version of the Captain America. Yeah, it's, it's literally just a massive fuck off movie. Mm. <sighs> well, every party needs a party pooper, and that party pooper is me. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. <laughs> no, right. this, this, this coin from the guy that uh, didn't know who Rhodey was. Yeah, uh, shut up. Uh, Rend up to a 9. The magic of editing is now going to become a 9. <laughs> Uh, rounding down to a one because of Hayden. Now, I think if I did watch uh, all of the Captain America things... It might go up. I think I would have, yeah, it would have probably went up as I would have known the characters a bit more. Like, <laughs> like Rhodey? <Rose. laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know why. I, I, I forget names. I know faces. I remember names. Sorry. I forget faces, but I remember... No. Oh, my God. I remember faces. I forget the names. Like, I don't know any actor or anything. Well, there's Chris, there's Chris, there's Chris. There's Tom, Tom. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, Tom, uh, do you have a question today? or do you? Uh, I've, got, I've got the overall first. Oh, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> obviously Falcon and Soldier gets a chatter cave. Oh, sorry. Because technically speaking online, it's still called Falcon and Soldier. But, you know, for us, we're going to call it Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, it's just to give Yeah, uh, it gets a chest cave overall rating of it's eight point six like recurring. Then it's like a seven at the end. So is that an eight point seven then? Or... Eight point seven. Yeah. Eight point seven then. If um, it's five and above, it's higher. If it's 
four and below with the one. Uh, below. Do we have a question wow. today? Um, are you looking forward to Loki? <laughs> yep. Loki's going to be an interesting one, I think. It's another one that breaks the mold. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see um, Loki punch Owen Wilson in the face. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> we actually forgot at the moment uh, the MVP. Because we, so we did a TV show, so I'm just going to do it in editing and hope they agree. Uh, so the Chess Cave MVP award for the whole series is going to be Sam Wilson, a.k.a. the Falcon, a.k.a. the new Captain America, just because he gave a very very good performance and proved why he deserves the shield um and uh chess cave runner-up is baron zemo because he stole the show when he came into it and he was hilarious and that dance scene is just amazing so he gets the mvp runner-up 